following podcast is scheduled for one hour. Introducing first, from Planet Funk, Matt. From the bottomless pit, Jeremy. Now coming to the ring, from Hollywood, Florida, Michelle. No, no, no. We know she's aligned with the authority. (laughs) Was there ever any doubt? (laughs) That's where Triple H is, so that's where she is. (laughs) Welcome to the SummerSlam weekend edition of the Dark Match Podcast. We're here with Michelle (laughs) and Matt on the East Coast. Hey. Uh, So we're actually recording this uh, pre- NXT TakeOver, so this is Saturday morning that we're recording this podcast. It'll be up before TakeOver. What about, what about you, Matt? What are you most excited about I get, this is for the entire weekend? Do you have a um, single match that, that's just like, man, I can't wait to see it? Honestly, I think the one that I'm the most excited about is uh, the Revival versus uh, Ciampa and Gargano. Um, I, I think that one's going to be incredible. I, I, you know, I kind of was uh, thinking the same thing. And I know you've seen them perform live. You've seen them actually do this the same match, right? You've seen these two guys go at it, or these two teams? Um, I, I, honestly, that, that show that was in Atlanta, I can't remember who it was that the Revival was against. I don't think it was... I don't think it was them. Either way, it didn't matter, because that was prior to their match at the... Uh, uh, Champa and Gargano's match at the Cruiserweight Classic, which is yeah, yeah, probably the most one of the most incredible storytelling matches I've seen this year. It was my favorite. Yeah, that's I would I would say that that that's easily at the top of my match of the year list. So I think you know I think that entire NXT Takeover card is going to be going to be really solid, but I think that's that's there's a really good chance of stealing the show. Unlike the SummerSlam card, which, you know, there's 8 billion matches on it, so there's a chance for a few of them to be complete duds. Yeah, I, uh, I'm i worried about a handful of them. Um, I, I still don't know why the formula, when you can't come up with an idea, is to throw as many people in the ring at one time as possible, but... I, mean, I get it. I get it on one hand because they want to give uh, everyone. I mean, SummerSlam is second to WrestleMania as far as uh, paydays and bonuses apparently for for everybody, and they kind of just throw people in matches just to give someone some everyone something to do so they get that bonus. They know they can just give them money, right? Like they don't. <laughs> <laughs> like they... <laughs> they don't have to put forward subpar matches on the card. They can just give them their. You bonus. can write a check. <laughs> And I, I really, I really question whether or not seeing like, uh, like that twelve man tag match on the pre-show and the kickoff before actually watching SummerSlam is just someone that was on the fence. Like, should I get the WWE Network to watch SummerSlam? It's like, oh yeah, like I want more of this. Like yeah. I want like eight, like six, three teams uh, on each side, like all fighting against each other. That's gonna be the entire thing's gonna be about. See, I think it, if they would make it team-based, like, I mean, there's three tag teams, and do it elimination, so that you don't have to eliminate all six guys, but if one guy from a tag team is eliminated, both members are gone. That way you you can get four or five pinfalls, these guys get some TV time, 
But, yeah. I mean, they're not, they, they wouldn't have to stretch the match out for 45 minutes to get it done that way. And I find it, I, I find it really hard to believe that the match is not going to go exactly like it did on Tuesday with, with the hype writer followed by the, <laughs> the, um, I uh, forget what that, the American alpha, alpha thing is called, but it, it's, it's gonna, it, I just don't see American Alpha not getting the pin, and I don't see, like, um, the hype bro, the bros looking strong, and yeah. I just never understand, because they do it all the time, like, where they have matches like that, where it's on TV, it's televised, it's not at a house show, like... And then they do the same exact thing, even if it is a little different. It's like we've already seen all this, all these people in the same ring. Like, why do they keep doing that? Where like the week before, yeah, like they have like the same thing. It's so weird. And it's, yeah. it's and it seems to me that it's really just them spinning their wheels until they actually announce a plan for the um, for the the championship, the the tag championship on SmackDown. They're really just like, oh, well, we just got to give these guys something to do, right? And like, but we'll, like, don't worry, it's going to come. But like, until there's a championship, there's no point yeah, for them doing anything. It's all going to be just boring. At least the women, they've they've done that, done a better job with. I mean, and unfortunately, it's uh, hinged on Eva Marie, and now she's going to be out <laughs> uh, for, for a month. Um, which I actually think it's going to make her a stronger, her character even stronger when she comes back. Yeah. Because they can play that up even more. You know, look, looking at it, though, this, this 12-man match, um, I mean, Backlash is three weeks from now. I, why would this not be the opportunity to actually start some sort of, like, double elimination tag tournament to decide who has a match at uh, Backlash for the, the title? I mean, they've got to do the titles at Backlash since it's their first one. Um, yeah. I, this this just... it. The, you can spin your wheels and then you can just spin them right into the ground, and I think that's what they've done here. I, I don't know why why you'd do the exact same match all over again. Yeah. Yeah, you could have just done two two sets, just two, or just two teams against each other. Just, you know, you could have done American Alpha versus the Vaude Villains. You could have done, like, any Yeah, and just any had, like, guys. one, like, amazingly fucking great yeah. tag team match. So, um, so, yeah, that's kind of weird. So, Speaking of the women, though, do you think on WWE.com, they teased they teased on whether or not they would actually make it a handicap match or whether or not someone would get called up or not necessarily called up or at least brought in for a match? Where is, um, uh, I guess, two questions. Where is Tamina at this point? And... Then is has Emma been cleared yet? Um, I've not heard anything about Emma. That would be amazing. Yeah. Um, Tamina, I don't know. Um, I know she was out with a knee injury for a little while, mm. so I don't know if if she's. I but you know, there's no, there's never any news on her. There's more news about her dad and the <laughs> murder trial that he's been on uh, than than there ever is about her. Um, I've only ever seen her work in the ring like once on a house show. Yeah. So I don't, I don't, um, I don't think they do a handicap match because I think that would be more detrimental to getting Becky and Carmella and, um, Naomi over. Um, it would really just 
make it the win kind of cheap for them to get the win then. Yeah. So yeah. I think they've they've got to fill that void somehow, and I I just you you find anybody else that's on Total Divas and plug them into the Eva Marie spot, and it's the exact same match. Yeah. Yeah, because it, it would it were it would work out way better if it would the if the faces were down one for whatever reason. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like having it's a three on two and the heels are outnumbered, like that just doesn't work. Yeah. You want the those bad guys to be mean and like take advantage of a unfair number situation or something like that if you were to do a tag team match or a handicap match. Or if the if the face team was down one. Nikki Bella just got cleared to come back. Yeah. So you have the surprise return of Nikki Bella for Team Face, but you can't do that with, you know, the heel team because there's no way to make her a bad guy at this point. Or and again, you could also bring bring in in Bailey just like you did a couple months ago, just for like a one off like uh match again. I know people yeah. will get start getting frustrated with that. <laughs> like her never like being unofficially called up time and time again, but yeah, there's way more options because there. The the only other thing I was thinking about is just like a one time, uh, because it is SummerSlam and it is because of this cross brand. Oh uh, yeah, you thing. just have somebody bring in like Nia Jax or something over to because she's not doing anything. Which I, don't I feel think. like you should do yeah. when you have everybody there. Like if she's not yeah. doing something else. Yeah, it'd be one thing if this was Backlash. It was SmackDown pay per view, but the fact that it is, uh, that it is SummerSlam and it's cross brand, I think you could bring in Nia Jax. I think that would be a, a strong option. I, I think it's risky with Nia at this point. I think the reason she's getting the, the Braun Strowman treatment yeah. is, is so she gets more, more in-ring time and practice before mm-hmm. they do that kind of thing. And I think it would hurt her really bad to put her opposite anybody on this face team. Well, well, just some other bad guy. Well, then, yeah, and then, I mean, there's there's plenty of options. But uh, you, we were texting today too. You suggested Billy Kay, who that was the person that that was uh, wearing the bra in the match yesterday. You said that was a bra. Is that what from her the name Wednesday is? Uh, no, no. What did I say? Did I say Billy Kay? No, I didn't mean Billy. I was Kay. like nobody that wrestles in a fucking gold bra is named Billy Kay. But who like, did you say this morning, Matt? <laughs> Mandy Mandy Rose. Mandy Rose, that's right. Because I mean, that's, she, that's a Mandy she really Rose. does. She she would plug in exactly like Eva Marie, so it would be the exact same match. All right. Except that uh, I, I've seen Mandy Rose wrestle, and she's surprisingly not bad. Yeah, she's definitely not that. Like Eva Marie has improved drastically, uh, but yeah, she's no. She doesn't have that perception either. She's no, no one's like just outright booing her. Yeah. But she definitely has the more uh, model-like look that they used to go for. Yeah. Did you watch any of those those Ember Moon or uh, Athena clips that I found? Oh yeah, yeah, we like, did. She's she's badass. She's amazing. She's my favorite wrestler. <laughs> that O face thing. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. She's, she's badass. I mean, all those moves were kind of amazing. I'm excited to see her. You know, I thought, I, you know, I thought, okay, this is going to be someone cool that's coming in, uh, and we'll see her for the first time. But yeah, like I'm, I'm excited for whatever outfit she probably ends up wrestling in because just the Mortal Kombat attire that she's been wearing in these promos, <laughs> you know, that her actual in-ring attire is also going to be cool. Yeah, I so. want her in like a Sub Zero type vest because <laughs> that would be awesome. Oh man! So basically, I want her to wrestle in Roman Reigns' ring gear. But <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, I can't. I can't wait for that. That's going to be great. Who's yeah, she I mean, fighting? That, that whole she's, card she's fighting is... Billy Kay. Okay. Now, now, we're, now we're coming back full circle here. She's fighting Billy I mean, Kay. Billy Kay's not. She's not bad at all. But I, I really do. I, I think that she at this point is just kind of a jobber when these new people come in, and yeah, you know, it's it's unfortunate because she's she's fairly good at what she does, and you don't need any jobbers on a. A women's division that's been kind of picked clean. Yeah. So, so the uh, one one of the main matches that you know I don't really see many people talking about, which I think is going to be fantastic. But is it is it just maybe a lack of build up or something? But it's the uh, John Cena match uh, with AJ Styles. It seems think- like no one's talking about it, but I mean that match at at Money in the Bank was amazing only just overshadowed by some of the other great things that happened at that night but overall that match was was fantastic i i think it's at this point it's matchup fatigue like by the by the time randy orton and sheamus had had 18 matches straight you didn't want to see it anymore and you just didn't care um and they and like i said in the um a prediction post that'll that'll get posted later this afternoon. Um, and AJ brings the best out in 